Hey, hey, it's Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast highlighting black perspectives and experiences, adding to the community consciousness and dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations and walks of life. We, the black community, are creating our own narratives. Freedom is a team sport. I live between the beats and storytelling is resistance. Let's go, y'all. show number three of season two and if you've been with me since the beginning or we're listening to the last podcast you understand that um it's been a long time coming dr christy mcdowell is someone i had on the radar for a minute but i wasn't ready and then when i was ready um I really wasn't ready again. And so even after I conducted the interview, it took some time uh, to get it together. Um, You know, but I'll discuss that on the flip side. As for right now, just sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy the interview. Let's go. Dr. Christy McDowell is an experienced scientist with an extensive research background in oncology molecular biology, genetics, and infectious diseases. She completed her bachelor's degree with a double major in biology and African-American studies at Washington University in St. Louis in 1997. She obtained her PhD in microbiology immunology from Meharry Medical College in 2007, completing her dissertation research at the National Cancer Institute in Frederick, Maryland. Wow, that's dope. (laughs) After achieving her doctorate, degree, Dr. McDowell completed a postdoctoral fellowship at the University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center, where she studied the role of the inflammatory infiltrate in prostate cancer. Oh, wow. She, she, has compl- she also completed a fellowship with the Food and Drug Administration. In the Center for Biologic Evaluation and Research in the Division of Emerging Transmitted and Transfused Diseases. That's a lot. <laughs> 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 Dr. McDowell also worked <laughs> with the regulatory side of the FDA as a microbiologist reviewing new and generic drug applications for the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research, Division of Microbiology Assessment. Dr. McDowell has published several scientific papers in peer-reviewed journals. Okay. Currently, Dr. McDowell is an adjunct professor at NBCC in the MSTB department and is the founder and CEO of Baby Scientist Inc., www.babyscientist.org. Baby Scientist is a 501c3 nonprofit organization created in order to educate, motivate, and inspire children pre-K through 12 from underserved communities and underrepresented populations to pursue careers in STEM. African-American, Hispanic, and Native American students lack access to the educational resources that provides them a fair shot at success. Let me repeat that one. 
African-American, Hispanic, and Native American students lack access to the educational resources that provide them a fair shot at success. Thus, it's the aim of baby scientists is to fill in the gaps the educational system leaves open. It organizes and operates STEM workshops in local community centers, churches, schools, and family shelters throughout the DMV, engaging students in hands-on scientific experiments. Welcome, Dr. Christy <laughs> McDowell. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate the invite. I appreciate, you know, the, the acceptance of the invite. And All right. All right. Um, Tell me something. Is there anything that's not in your bio that you'd like to start with letting us know about you? Um, I love the Lord because he always hears my cry. Hey. You know, that's, that's, uh, I am um, a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in the power of prayer. And, um, and it is the power of prayer that has gotten me through. Um, one thing that uh, I was thinking about is that in between all the successes is a lot of failures. Hmm. And um, and it is from those failures in which we grow when we stand upon and continue to strive for success. And so, um, and so you know, my, my um, faith in God is one thing that's not in my bio that is um, an important part of my life. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I appreciate that. Must be some interesting conversations in your head. You being a scientist, you know, science versus religion and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Ah. There's always something rumbling around in there. I tell you, it's hard. It should be. Um, so I know in in your bio you talk about the beginning of baby scientists, but what was like the the inspiration? Like, what was the the impetus, the the, the point where you said this has to be done? Yeah. So I. Um, it came about when I was in grad school. Um, I entered grad school, I believe, in 2000. I was thinking about that the other day, trying to figure it out when I actually entered grad school. And I think it was in 2000. And um, probably within the first year or two, um, it just came to my mind that I want to um, influence uh, Black children and introduce them to science and the world of science and to let them know that this is a viable career. Um, and my idea was always to have like big science camps, you know, those outdoor camps where kids go during the summer. And, you know, I imagined it, you know, out in the woods somewhere and, you know, log cabins and having fun and learning science. And, um, and a friend of mine from high school, she also has her PhD, but it is in psychiatry. And she and I uh, talked about possibly combining the two um, for camps. And so, you know, it was just, um, it was just a dream, you know, like in Word Up magazine, right. you know, something like that. But, um, but I knew, yeah, so so it was, <laughs> it was, um, it was something that, that I, I thought of. And I was like, when I get to the right point in my career, you know, I think that's, um, if, if, if I have any advice for anybody out there, it's like, don't always put off things for when you think you will be ready, mm -hmm. right? Don't think, don't put them off until you believe it's the right time, right. right? The right time in my life, the right time in my career, the right time in the relationship. Just do it. Because sometimes that time 
is never the right time. And sometimes that time will never come, right. you know? And so I put off several things in my life because I thought, okay, when I get to this point, then I'll do that. And so I always said, um, okay, once I finish my PhD, do my postdoc, get a good government job, uh, you know, then I'll be ready, right? And I, and you know, I was thinking of funding it myself, and you know, probably getting some grants or you know, outside funding. And um, you know, the first part of that went well. I finished my PhD, and and uh, I ended up with the the good government job. But you know, unfortunately, um, racism. Uh, ran and crept up in the story and, and, and it caused me to um, resign from my job mm. at the FDA as a microbiologist. And so there I was uh, without, you know, in, in a river without a paddle, just floating and trying to figure out where I was going to go and what I was going to do, you know. And so um, that was a tough time in my life. I was, uh, uh, went through a, a depression for several years. And, and, you know, just a lot of praying, a lot of soul searching. And finally it came to me, now is the time to, to do what you've always wanted to do. And you need to start the nonprofit. And, and, and so, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna call it. Baby scientist has, has been with me since 1998, the term, the word, uh, I created it back then before I went to grad school, you know, email was just coming up then and I needed an email. <laughs> we sound old as hell. We sound old as Methuselah, you know. You serve what? You know, it's like worldwide wham, email, you know. So I had to create an email. And um, and so I was like, well, I'm going to be going to grad school soon. And I'm a young scientist. Oh, I'm a baby scientist. I'm, I'm going to grad school to be a big scientist. So so that's how baby scientists came about the, the name. And um, and so I started out with a different name for the nonprofit. I use my initials for myself and my uh, sister, who's no longer with us. And I called it JKLM Scientific Solutions. And, um, and then after that, I was like, ah, I wasn't really feeling that. I'm like, that'll be my pro- for-profit arm when that comes about. Okay. And, uh, and so I decided to go with baby scientist and I was like, I, I think that'd be better. And, and, um, and so I, I, I was like, well, I can't just jump right into camps. I don't have any money. I don't have anything to move on. And, and so you know, I was thinking and thinking and thinking, and I remembered back when I was in grad school uh, up in Rockville, I was, I was in Rockville doing my postdoc and uh, my fellowship, and uh, I ran across a, uh, a mobile bus. It looked like a motor coach, and it had, you know, um, something like um, science mobile or something like that on the side of it. And I was like, wow, that, you know, at the time I thought it was really cool. I'd never seen anything like that before. And it was in the parking lot of this company called, um, oh, what was it? Oh, I can't remember his name. It's just, uh, a, a big guy in the science field, genetics. And, um, and so that, that memory came back to me and I was like, that'd be cool if I could do like a mobile bus, you know? And so I started doing some research trying to find that, um, 
the, the name of the mobile bus that I'd seen because I remembered the company. I Googled the company and found their mobile thing. And then I found this mobile laboratory coalition. And it was an actual um, coalition of, of nonprofits that had mobile laboratories. And I was like, oh, dang, this is what I'm going to do. And so I was looking at them and seeing what different people are doing and, and having these labs on buses. And I was like, this is it. Thank you, Lord, you know, for, for guiding my steps. And, uh, and so I, um, I saw that they had a, uh, a meeting coming up and I was like, I need to go to this. So the wife and I scraped up some, some dollars. It was like $400 ago. And I was like, Oh my God. And some of my friends actually gave me money to help me go. And then I called up a buddy of mine from undergrad. I knew she lived in Jersey and that's where it was. And I was like, I hadn't talked to her in probably like 10 years. And I was like, Hey, how you doing? What a long time no see speak. You know, I'm, I, I need to go to a conference. Can I stay with you for like three or four days? And she was like, sure. So, you know, I drove up to Jersey and stayed with my friend and, um, and went to that conference and it was one of the best things ever. And that really sparked it and sparked it off. And I was like, let's get this thing popping, you know? So that's a, that's a long story to get to where, what you asked me, but you know, that's how it came about. And, um, and I attended that and I saw these mobile labs and I was like, this is what I want to do, you know? So that, that is my ultimate goal is to, you know, um, get a motor coach and convert it to a laboratory and go directly into the communities and, um, and do science with the kids. Nice. Okay. So yeah. how do you decide, how do you, like, there's, there's so much that you could focus on. How do you decide what to focus on with, with, with kids? Like, right. Like, how do you, like, I, like, I love, I love genetics. I just think, like, I just think that's the crazy, I, I just, it's just the craziest, all these combinations of folks and folks like that can't be, well, yes, it can. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, like, I love like chemistry. Like I love balancing equations. Right. So like, but how do you decide what to, what to focus on with, with, with younger kids? Right. That's a good question. Um, you know, my, my degree is micro immuno, but my um, focus has always been molecular and molecular research. And so, um, and so I just brainstormed some ideas and Googled, you know, um, some things to come up with that could expose kids, you know, to the molecular side of biology. So, you know, I, I go with the flow of what I know, right? You know, yeah. and, um, and so Google some things, brainstorm some things with my spouse and, um, you know, because she, she's really the creative force behind baby scientists, you know, it's like pinky in the brain, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. And that's what we trying to do, baby. That's what we try to do, take over this yes. world. And so, and so she, she has great ideas. You know, she comes up with these creative ideas of way to do experiments um, you know, because she's coming from a non-scientific background, you know, she, she's very artistic and, um, and so, uh, so using her, her, uh, mind 
and Google. And then, you know, I, you know, I looked up a lot of different activities, uh, science activities that people do that are easy. And so I just chose some that I thought would be cool and easy and give a, a quick result and, and, and something that I could explain the science behind, you know? So yeah, it, it, because it is a vast array of things that you can do. Um, but, you know, you have to choose things that can, that can keep the kids active and can grasp their attention and that you can give them a little science without losing them, right? right? So, so that's always the, the thought process in coming up with, with experiments to do. What, what's the youngest you, stu- age of students you've worked with? Oh my goodness, one and a half. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind, you know? And unfortunately, but fortunately, I'm the type of individual And I've always been this way. It's like, oh, I can do whatever I put my mind to, right? You know? Um, And so when someone's like, the lady was like, oh my, I I did this home daycare. And and she had one and a half and two-year-olds and two and a half. And it was three to four kids. And I was like, sure, I could teach them. Had never done it before. (laughs) And so, you know... That's so then, you know, we had to, you know, modify the experiments that we do and come up with, you know, some other experiments. And one of the coolest things that the wife came up with was baby science, the baby scientist farm. And so she created this worksheet. And on the worksheet, we had um, different animals that are on the farm. And, um, and so um, then we went and got stickers, and so the kids are to put stickers in the names where um, where the the name of the animal is, and then you know we did that, and and also um, uh, you know uh, mimic the the noises that they make, and um, that was one cool thing. But you know I've also done um, you know a lava lamp with with the babies. Oh, and they loved it. They loved it. You know. I I, I would love a lava lamp. Okay. <laughs> Just hey, we 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 could we could get a party together. That's with fine. The- That's fine. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. Hey, I'm down I'm for it. Next year. I'm here. I'm thinking of hey. <laughs> That's cool. Let's- <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah. We can make it happen for sure. I'm with it. I'm with okay. It. Yes. Yes. So one and a half, man, and it and it, it just and those kids. I I did. I worked with them for probably like five months, and every. Every time I walked through the door, it was like once a month. Every time I walked through the door, they were excited and they knew what was coming. They were like, science, you know, and they, oh, they just put a smile on my face and just gave me so much joy, you know, that they were excited that, you know, to do the science, you know, yeah. it was amazing. Mm. Young ones though, they got little personalities though. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. And, and it was, and it was a couple of them that didn't want to um, behave, you know. They are interesting, we, you know. We worked it out. We worked it I out. I can't do the little ones, the little faces. I can't, you know, how do, how do you discipline that little face? I can't do that. <laughs> Let's go somewhere and sit down, please. Just go. And I, and I tell you some of those little ones, man, I did I did a, another daycare and they were like, um, I did the two and three-year-old class. And then I also did the uh, four and five-year-old class. And the four and five-year-old class, we built um, volcanoes, you know? <sighs> And they were super excited. And I tell you, 
after they completed their volcano, they were so excited. Frankly, I mean, this just, this brought me to tears and it just brings me to tears thinking about it. It was like 20 of those babies. And when they finished with their volcanoes, they were so geeked up. They just broke out in a chant. Baby scientists, baby scientists, baby scientists. And they went on and on and on. We couldn't get them to stop. So we, they, they was like, okay, okay, that's enough. The workers, that that's enough, that's enough. You know, they hating on me about me and the workers that they mad because the baby's geeked up, you know, about baby time. And then one of them started it up again. Baby, <laughs> baby. Oh, they went for at least two or three more minutes. And um, girl, that, 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 just, that just brought me so much joy. And um, to know that those babies were so excited from the science that they did. It, it was amazing. And, and it was like, they did it themselves. Nobody coerced them to do it. They just did it themselves. So it's just, you know, it's that untapped um, talent and knowledge and thirst for knowledge that our babies have that, um, you know, that, 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 that I'm trying to get to, you know, because it's there. And, and um, they carry them too. Like those are the memories that they like throughout life. They'll come back to that and come back to, yeah. that, come back to that. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's what I hope that that is my greatest hope, you know, that that feeling, that excitement that they had when they did some science will, will carry them a long way. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I know the workers was hating that. But... Yeah. They were. Girl. Okay for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do some science. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh my God. And they, you know, they wanted to know so much. And then they wanted to tell us all about their mamas and their daddies and their mama's boyfriends and everything too. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, like debrief. debrief. (laughs) Yeah. It was something. I'm telling you, those babies were an experience and a half. And you know, we never got an invite back. We did not get an invite back. I don't understand. I swear, me, uh uh Carly and I swear that the workers really hated on us that much that they didn't want us back. They were like, they get them too rowdy. You know, they but it was about y'all. They thinking about y'all. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. They probably they probably giving them folks the blues. When the science people coming back, baby science. Right. <laughs> yeah. the baby science. <laughs> Walking by. It is the truth. You know they are. You know they are, man. Because because the owner and I had talked prior to me coming about you know building up black businesses and supporting one another and all this and that and it's like. What happened, homie? You know, you right. went and done. I was really looking forward to working with those babies again, but it didn't happen. So, you know. Operation Fine Babies. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded odd, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So it has been um, an interesting year. How has, outside of the obvious, COVID impacted what you do? Oh man, um, it, it's been, you know, it's been a blessing. I'm not going to say a curse, but a dampener, you know, blessings and dampeners. So like we were able to um, uh, obtain some grant money from the government okay. um, uh, because of COVID. But what it did was, you know, I had plans we were making plans with uh, PG 
again, uh, Prince George's County um, Parks and Recreation to mm -hmm. do their summer camps again, oh, okay. which got wiped out, which was funds that, that we lost out on. I'd also had um, some contracts with um, a couple of the community centers in Prince George's County to do um, like four or five different workshops for them. And I had um, geared up for my own summer camps mm -hmm. uh, because uh, previous I was, like I said, I was working with Prince George's County in their camps. And so I was going to hold my own camps and these were going to be um, trying to make money, you know, cause I was going to charge like uh, in the ballpark of $400 for a week camp. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, and so, um, and so I was trying to get, you know, I was looking for the, the Caucasian and Indian population out there in Loudoun. And the reason why I was out there and came up with the idea is because a former student of mine um, is a minister and uh, a pastor of a church. And he was like, our building space is not used through the week and you can use it. Um, um, if you like. And I was like, oh, certainly. I was like, I could do some camps out here. So it's right there in Loudoun County. So that's why I was like, okay, well, I'll try to appeal to the masses out here and make some money so that I can go back into PG, DC and, you know, the other areas and, um, and give free camps or, or really subsidized camps. Right. And, and so that was supposed to go in 2020. And of course that didn't happen. And I spent um, a lot of money doing that. And so I, I, I geared up again, right? Um, well, I had a website built for baby scientist camps. And, um, and so I was going to gear up again for 2021 for this summer. Right. And, um, and I, I got my website, another website built, advertising and birds chirping crickets i got crickets i'm like nobody is signing up for my camps and i'm just like why right. so i don't know if it's still covid i don't know if it's because it's a black person running the camps i don't know you know so you know it, it it's been you know disappointing but you know, I, I'm you know I'm the type of person that um, everything happens for a reason, and obviously there's a reason why these camps didn't go. So like you know, and and I hear, you know, and I talk to some of my students now, and they're like, oh, are, the, are your camps in Woodbridge? And I'm like, no, they're out in Loudon. And they're like, man, all the camps in Woodbridge are are have waiting lists. And I'm like, well, I'm sure it's the same out there, but I'm just like, why? So. I had my the, my web developer take my picture off and a couple of days ago and I'm like let's see if I get any you know hits when they they don't see a black face but you know we'll see what happens but that that's how COVID has really impacted me um, that I haven't been able to get out into the community and um, and you know do my workshops and work with the children like I have been and um, and then also just haven't been able to generate funds like I would like to you know um so you know so so that's that's been the the biggest disappointment um throughout these past this past year and a half right okay. mm -hmm. loud you you're in loudon county is that where you are no no we are in um prince william okay but i taught out in loudon county for a year about a year and a half okay what did you yeah. think um, biology <clears throat> and microbiology. Yeah. 
So at, um, yeah, so uh, Northern Virginia Community College has eight campuses mm-hmm. or seven. And I've taught at three of them, Loudoun County, the Loudoun Campus, Alexandria Campus, and the Woodbridge, Woodbridge Campus. And so, yeah. All right, well, so. what, what's next for Baby Scientists? Like, what do you, where do you want to go with it? Oh, man. Um, you know, there's a lot that I would like to do. Um, first and foremost, my main goal is to create my mobile laboratory. That is my, that is my, um, first big goal that I would like to accomplish. Um, and then after that, I would like multiple buses. Um, I, I, my thought process is I want a bus for every letter in STEM. I want a science, a technology and engineering and a math bus. And we can be all over in different. In, exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, different cities at different times. And I would also like a scientific show. You know, um, I ho- hopefully my connections will lead me to somebody that that is you know connected with BET or TV One or or something like that to have like a, a hip hop science show. And um, you know that that's that's a goal. And then. Uh, of course, is the is the Dr. McDowell uh, uh, doll? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I love I love fusing music with you know with science. Because you know with our kids, it it uh, you know that 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 that's a that's a path that yeah. they really enjoy and get into and learn is with music. And so I'm just like, this needs to be fused some way somehow. And, um, and so we would also like science kits, you know, um, in the stores and, um, you know, that, that is a goal. And so in the meantime, and in between time, um, the more, um, and I recently got a, uh, contract, uh, with the department of justice, um, the division, uh, the drug enforcement administration. And so, and so we, we collaborated with them, um, this last uh, last couple of months to do some Zoom workshops with kids from three different schools, nice. DC and PG, and um, and that was awesome. And so they were so excited and loved um, what we did with the children and and the the feedback that they want to continue working. So in in the near future, we will continue our collaboration with the Drug Enforcement Administration. And um, I've gotten word that different um, uh, offices throughout the U.S. DEA offices uh, might be knocking on baby scientists' door because it it has um, the word got around that we were um, a great nonprofit to work with and did good work and so you know so I'm excited when I got I just got that word last week and man we were in this house dancing you hear me butterflying you know <laughs> old school dancing snaking yeah two stepping you know yeah. That's what Tootsie rolling, you know, wobbling. We were doing all. (laughs) We we were doing all of that because they were like, yeah, girl. They were like, uh, baby scientists is the buzz at headquarters of DEA. We was like, what? And they were like, you know, be expecting some communication within the next few months about working, you know, with them again and possibly in different cities. And I'm like you know, that's what's up. So 
you know, that that's one that's one of the um, uh, near things in the near future that we're definitely going to be doing. And then in the meantime, I'm going to start, you know, trying to write for some grants and to get some funds. You know, I, I'm thinking about uh, purchasing a um, like a van, you know, if, since I can't do my mobile lab because the mobile lab is going to cost me about four to five hundred thousand dollars. Right. So um, in the meantime and in between time. I will try to purchase maybe uh, a trailer or, a, um, you know, a van and and put my logo and name on that and use that to drive around to get more recognition and, and, and be seen and, and probably try to use it for some fundraising as well. So, you know, we got some things in the pipe that we're going to try to do, you know, so right. and get more in these communities. Yes. Yeah. I'm waiting for so. the science kits. I, I, I'm you know, I was thinking about my science kit the other day. I, I used to love getting science kits. You know, you you go there, the microscope, the slide. I mean, you just you just look at stuff. Like, yeah. I don't do that anymore. Like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that, you know, and, and um, uh, I did a um, a meeting, like a podcast with, with, with the church that was uh, giving me the um, um, uh, space and about COVID-19 and they, um, they donated um seven hundred and fifty dollars and yeah and so man i bought like uh five more microscopes so we 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 in the house baby we got i told i told the spouse i was like we got like 10 11 microscopes now we booming you know (laughs) we moving on up like the jefferson so i can't wait to get out here in these streets and uh (laughs) You know, work with the kids, like with the babies. For you, sample for you. <laughs> you get a slide. You get a slide. You get a slide. Yeah, so we're gonna be Dig doing it. it out here. <laughs> that. that is dope. All right. Yeah. Cool, man. What um? What has been your your proudest moment so far? Um, let's Outside see. Outside of the baby scientist chant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause that one is, that's, that's right at the top. That's right at the top. Um, you know, one, one of the proudest moments was right at the beginning. Um, when, um, I'm telling, let me, let me, let me calm down. Let me get a fan. Cause you know, baby scientist is so near and dear to my heart. Okay. And it just, I, it just, um, it just gets me, you know, brings me to tears when I be talking about my stuff. Um, one of the, um, because I had gone through this depression and worked so hard to get through it, you know, and and so one of my homegirls worked with me. Um, she was like, okay, Christy, you've been talking about this. Let's do it. And so she, she worked with me to help write, um, the application for the nonprofit. And, and so when it finally came to fruition, we were a five, a legitimate 501c3. And then we, um, did a photo shoot, uh, got some kids of friends that we knew. And we did a photo shoot up at, um, one of the campuses where I had access and driving to that photo shoot with my homegirl and everybody else in tow and just on the way there it was like this is real you know 
we did it. You know, we hadn't done anything yet, but we had done something. You know, we we had created, we had made a dream come to reality. Yes. And that that was, that is one of the um, proudest moments and um, that, that, that I can think of. And, and I get chills thinking about it because, you know, I was driving and she was sitting next to me and we, we were looking at each other smiling and she was like, bitch, you did it. You know? <laughs> And, and and so it was you know and 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 it was it was um it was a beautiful time you know and we went there and we did a photo shoot with the kids and and uh it turned out excellent and um and you know those are pictures that I use for you know like official pictures I use for the the organization and and everything and so that was one of the proudest moments and I'll tell you this other this other one the 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 second one that touches my heart is my uh, my wife wrote a song um, for a baby scientist and a student put together a video and um, and so he took he he has a he has a small studio at his house we went to his house he recorded us singing she sang the song i i rapped on it <laughs> and and we, we we created this song and he put we put it to music he he produced it arranged it and then put this bad ass video to it and every time i see that video it brings tears to my eyes because because it is it encapsulates everything about me and baby scientists in in my journey and so people can go go to my website, babyscientist.org, and watch that video because that, like I said, that encapsulates every feeling, emotion, desire, you know, and drive that I have, and that baby scientist is. And so that that's another one of my um, most, you know, awesome moments. Um, you know, because we we were looking at that video the other day because I I applied to this. Uh, grant and uh, use part of the video and <clears throat> I mean it's awesome and and you know and then and then just the fact of people doing things for free you know volunteering their time and energy you know always touches my heart yeah so All right. yeah um, hold on we have a little bit little little bit so let's get this last question this last formal question okay <clears throat> What do you want your legacy to be? My legacy. Um, you know, I, I'm so, I'm still so, so young in my career and in this journey. But my overarching goal is to make a difference in the lives um, of Black children. Uh, throughout the United States. And if I can have students say that baby scientists and Dr. McDowell were instrumental in, um, in them choosing a career in a STEM profession, that will be enough for me. You know, that, that I, I played a significant role in the development of their career, the 
you know, development of, you know, their confidence and, and abilities to, to achieve whatever goal they, they set for themselves. Um, that, that would be a mark that, that I would love to leave, you know, on this earth. And, uh, that, that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm pursuing, you know, um, next, next to my pursuit of, um, uh, trying to trying to make it to heaven, you know. <laughs> yeah. that, next to that one, you know, somebody said that baby scientists was the reason why, you know, and fill in the blank. Be. It might be. You know, that, that's that's the goal, man. That that is the goal. And so that that's that that that's what I, you know, because you know, our motto is to um inspire and educate and um uh, and that and that's um that's what i that's what i would like to 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 do and to leave to the um to the children for the children i appreciate that thank you very much for the very formal portion of the interview okay okay you're welcome all right we're gonna uh move into um <clears throat> less serious endeavors okay so what i need from you i need five numbers between one and 69 one and 69 Mm-hmm. Okay. How many numbers? Five. Seven, nine, eleven. Sixty-eight. And forty-six. Forty-six. All right. Now I need one between one and twenty-six. Twenty-five. All right. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get your answers to. <laughs> Okay. Number seven. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten for breakfast that's not a breakfast food? Hmm. Weirdest? I don't venture out, man, too much. So, um, mm, probably just some greens, some collards. Okay. I don't know if that's weird, but you know, in <laughs> in a rib, probably is some collards in a yeah, rib. A whole a whole dinner. <laughs> a whole cookout plate, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Throw some baked, throw some baked beans over there on the side. So, <laughs> where is the potato salad? <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Number nine. What is your go-to junk food? Oh my God. Um, let me show you. Oh, gosh. <sighs> okay. Hold hold up. The peanut the whole peanut butter Reese cup though? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just, just eat peanut butter. Yeah, so Reese's peanut butter cups um are 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 like, you know that time of the month craving and so they came out with this ultimate peanut butter lovers and dude i went and bought a whole box of them today from walmart why you just buy a jar of peanut butter that's what i'm trying to figure out (laughs) jesus okay i get stupid i mean outrageous (laughs) take it from me if you could take it (laughs) no not a loser is what i choose her yeah please love me <laughs> <laughs> yes 
<laughs> yeah, so Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and, and, and as of this week, the ultimate peanut butter lovers. Oh. Those things are fire. They fire. I, I do enjoy a peanut butter cup every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be trying the ultimate if you could eliminate one food so that no one would ever eat it again what would it be mm. Mm. what food is like the worst thing ever and people really shouldn't eat this stuff um what would i eliminate um Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I'm trying to think of what's in my fridge. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need um, something high. Oh, you know what I would get rid of? I would get rid of all them freaking sauces. That barbecue sauce, honey mustard, Polynesian. I would get rid of all the sauces. You you talking about just the sauces at Popeye's? <laughs> yes, sweet heat. Hold on now, the sweet heat. What, what we can do? We, we, I think you're being a bit aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Carly loves that stuff. Oh my god, because there is high uh, fructose corn syrup or something like that, and that stuff is not good for you. And so I will eat a ranch. You know, that's the one I like. But all those others, to hell with them. I make my own barbecue, so that's fine. <laughs> you make your own barbecue? Yes, but dang, my sweet heat. <laughs> I don't know, that sweet heat, you need the sweet heat when you get the nuggets because for some reason, it's like they don't use the same seasoning on the nuggets as the regular chicken and Popeye. Like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Nuggets are nice and juicy. They just they got no flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All right, number 46. <laughs> what band would you be embarrassed to admit you listen to? Band? Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> that is... Uh... Mm, I'm not embarrassed by any band. Because um, there really aren't bands anymore. Right. <laughs> You know, so I I like all of them. I, I not too many white ones. Um, I, 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 uh, huh? Nickelback seem to be the go-to band that folks love to hate. Really, I, I and I I don't even know their music, so so I I, I, I falter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have one. I don't have one. Uh, and all I can think of is like the Gap Band because that's one of my favorites. So I'm not embarrassed, but you know, that's not. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. We listen to Outstanding every morning, actually. We set our intention, Stormy and I. And we, oh, yeah? Yeah, Outstanding is on our list every morning. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. We used to, when um, in, in 2019, when we were uh, every morning, when we got up to go to our camps, I would wake them up to, um, uh, you know, the one with the rooster crowing. Uh oh god it, that's not uh, you dropped the bottom is it? Yeah early yeah. in the morning, the morning. In the morning. Yeah. find me another so I got yeah yeah because we were getting up early in the morning so that was that that's how I woke up my uh my interns 
Yeah. I go by the doors and blast that music. <laughs> the party in the morning. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. <laughs> 68. What's the best team sport and why? Oh, best team sport. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, how do I choose? Because, I mean, I've played softball, basketball, and also team tennis. And so, um, I guess I would have to say basketball because of the, all of them have, all of them are full of emotions, but basketball, you have to train really hard. And I just think back to those, uh, all those sprints that we did in high school, (laughs) all those suicides (laughs) and, and how, you know, on the baseline, you know, and oh God, you know what I'm saying? It's like your whole soul. You, your whole soul is, 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 is coming out your body and to push, to make it to that line. And so we had to encourage, and we used to cheer on each other to, to, to push, 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 to, to keep running and to make it to that goal line. And so it's like through that, you build such strong camaraderie and um and and friendship and love for one another and um and you have each other's backs and 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 you know so hard and so i would say basketball because um you know it's 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 a it's a tough sport but it's one of the funnest and um and so you know i had a lot of good days and 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 you know those were all my friends all my friends i played basketball with those are my girls i hung with you know pretty much all the time all throughout high school. So that one. All right. Last question. 26. If you could be fluent in another language, what would it be? Oui, oui. Champon, pom, pom, Okay. Okay. Yeah. French. Cause I think it's so sexy and, uh, you know, okay. And, uh, could do some things with that in somebody's ear. Wow, shampoo, poo, punch, ping, 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 ping. You know, yeah, I could, yeah. We're going to be best happy to be right now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That, I, I, yeah. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want to language I wanted to learn, too. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. My French teacher, Mr. Amar, he gave us all French names. I was Francois. All right, Francois. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. But Blat- blatantly Francois. I, I, I see. I see. Oh, shit, I like that. Actually, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. I like that. You might, you might have to make some changes. You know what I'm saying? Make some t-shirts. <laughs> smoking jacket, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh man. All right. So those are our rapid fire questions. All right. So no, cool. the last well, next to last part. Like I said, I do like a list. So I started this list. I watched this um documentary one time, this guy, um, Ten Thousand Beautiful Things, he's talking about the time his mom tried to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And like from that, he just started noticing like they tried to get her to notice like all the beautiful things in life. And so like he does this whole stand up and like and so, like, I started doing this list of, like, trying to get, like, my own list of things that I thought were kind of dope. It's kind of changed how I do it. So, I used to do it individually, but I figured 
just, you know, make it part of what I'm doing. So today, in honor of you, I'm doing my top five list, my favorite science movies. Okay. You want to, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Cool, cool. So we'll start with number five, The Fly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That fly vomiting up. That's, yeah. That's why I can't fool with flies to this day. <laughs> I can't fool with them. I see the movie like this. Like, ah, yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> and whenever I kill one, like my mommy loves swatting flies and just leave them. I'm like, oh my God, I come back with a Clorox wipe and wiping it up. Like they nasty, they dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, stay in a fly. Number four, weird science. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was, that was Good stuff. Of course I was a, mm-hmm. you know, I was a awkward teen. Uh-huh. Beautiful woman. I was coming into my own. She's <laughs> 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 something to look at. You guys, yeah. but I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> it is. Number three, Temple Grandin. Temple Grandin? Yes. I've it? never heard of that. Temple Grandin, Claire Danes plays a young lady who has autism. Mm-hmm. Asperger's. Um, and she goes to live with her aunt and, on a farm and she starts to like just focus on the cows and like she kind of like redefines the cattle industry mm-hmm. like, that's like listening to the cow like determining their patterns the best patterns for them and stuff like that phenomenal movie i watched it as part of my grad class like you know it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's based on true story you know what i'm saying is it, like, on, is it on netflix um i don't know if it's on netflix i do know it's on amazon prime okay i got prime i'm, yeah. I'm gonna write that down i'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out it's yeah it i love it how do you spell Grandin? G R A N D I N. Temple Grandin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice little Saturday morning blicky. Yeah, you know I'm saying it ain't no, it ain't no lovey dovey joint. It's like, you know, okay. you get up, have some coffee in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Some, some, okay. of, your, some of your peanut butter cups. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I'm be munching on all, all throughout the day. <laughs> all right, number two. And I'm so glad you mentioned these. I love mm-hmm. these. Volcano. Ah, Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hesh. I lo- I don't know why I love that movie so much. <laughs> like, yeah. like, could that happen? Could just like a volcano just? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> we we definitely got to come over there and make some volcanoes with you. Oh yeah, God. yeah, we got to get some folks together in some of those mimosas. Yes. And, and- <laughs> and do it. Yeah, yeah. That'll be really fun. A mimosa volcano. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, that'll be tight. Oh, we got to figure that out. I told you. Yeah. My birthday thing. All right, man. I got you. I got you. We can make that happen. I'm so excited. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> all right. And finally, number one. All right. Flatliners. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. <gasps> you on a flatline? <laughs> and if you had seen the movie, you know how to bring me back. Oh my god! So, <laughs> you know, flatliners. I have to watch that because I've never seen that. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's like why y'all doing that stuff? Like that's just so dumb and dangerous. But this uh-huh. is phenomenal that you're doing it. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do yeah. you bring them back? <laughs> You shouldn't do that, but how do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, so I, I, 
I my favorite, absolute favorite game to play is Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Six Degrees of what? Kevin Bacon. That's a that's a game. Yes. So you you know you seen the commercial with Kevin Bacon the 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 uh, wire commercial? It's like an internet commercial. He's like, hey, I'm Kevin Bacon. Six Degrees. So it's a game. Yeah. It's an actual game. Like a, like you can go to the store and buy the game. And really? That you can get back. You can you can start at any actor actress and get back to Kevin Bacon within six movies. Oh wow! And I, I started playing when I, to, when I went to Maryland. I joined the film um, club. Uh huh. Because I played the game and like you know you go to the little open house or whatever and they're like yeah we want to play this game I'm like what's this game I'm like oh my god <laughs> it's such a great. Game. <laughs> so like it, this I, so like all his movies is like. Oh my god, I love them. But like this one is just like the craziest movie because like they did the craziest shit. Like uh-huh. going, like going back into your dreams and trying to like just the craziest shit to get themselves yeah. in trouble, man. I'm just like, oh my god, I love it. I love it. Yeah, love yeah. It. But it's my it's my favorite. It's not my go to Kevin Bacon movie. That's actually Quicksilver. Yeah. Quicksilver, but uh uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's my five, and that's the end. And now you get a chance to ask me a question. All right. Um, what uh, what shall I ask? Um, well, I want to know about blatant Frankism, how that came about. Oh wow! Um, so <clears throat> I didn't know a lot about podcasts a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I've always been trying to figure out other creative things to do. Like, I've been in education for 22 years. Um, but, I like, I've also, like, I always like to write and, and stuff like that. Like, I've, one of my dreams is to win an Oscar for screenwriting, right? Okay. So, but I was looking for some other way to, I don't, I, I didn't need some kind of creative outlet. Yeah. Stuff going on in my life or whatever. Um, and so I started teaching at the next step. And I was teaching in the afternoon. I was teaching a resource class. And I had two students in my class from Ethiopia. They were brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sister, Hikma, she, said, she came in one day and she said, I want to read about um, the, the Lord of Nine, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Because we, were, we, <clears throat> we had been reading some other articles, reading, and a teacher came into the classroom while we were reading and she was like, you know, can I just, can I, my student isn't here. Can I just join you all? Mm-hmm. And she starts telling us about Columbia Heights during the time that MLK was assassinated. Hmm. And like, it, it hit me that, you know, here I was at the time, was I 44, 45, 45? Um, and my whole life, in education, you know, what's the 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 required reading during Black History Month? You, you got to read something about MLK. You got to read something about Malcolm X, all that kind of stuff. And my yeah, mom, yeah. Like, like, my mama and my uncle, like, all these folks who was around during that time, I had never asked a question. Mm-hmm. I had never asked a question. They were all, like, they were, like, the primary resource, they were all right here. And I like, <laughs> never even thought about it. Yeah. And, and, and so the, I had I was thinking about the podcast idea anyway. Like I had started, I had gone to like a couple of like little workshops and stuff. Yeah. And I to figure out what I wanted it to be. And I, so I thought I was thinking about, like I said, I wanted to write, and I was trying to think about writing like some kind of like historical fiction. So I wanted to interview mm-hmm. my mom and my uncle about you know like start talking to them about that, and I talked to my aunt, all this kind of stuff. 
but that like it didn't that didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like the craziest idea for the story feels right. Like stupid right story. But as a yeah. podcast, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so it really just became about storytelling because that's essentially that's what I do. Like I tell stories. Like like every aspect of what I do is like just a version of storytelling. Okay. That's what and so I'm trying to make it more that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to stop overthinking it. Like, it is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's already that. Yeah. Not a lot of so like it's, it's still the same stuff. Like, I've changed it up a little bit, but it's still the mm-hmm. same stuff. The only, I think, the, my only thing <clears throat> personally, I think, is when I step back is like, because it's just me, like, mm-hmm. maybe I don't feel like it is what it should be, but it actually is what it should be because it's mine right now. Right. So yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's where I'm at right now. So, like, I'm just, you know, so now I'm just, I'm not, I don't have the anxieties that I had before. So uh-huh. now I uh-huh. can just do what I'm doing. So. That, that's cool. That's, in, that's interesting. So, so you love to write and you like to write movies. You want to write movies. I, I do. Have you written one yet? The writing aspect, I haven't been able to, I haven't focused on um, a lot just because, you know, life also happened to me. Yeah. So the podcast was also a way, it's kind of like therapy too. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Because, you know, and it's interesting because Carly, um, she's the same way. And, um, you know, she, she's such an artistic individual and, and she loves to write music. And, you know, she has such great ideas for, like movies and documentaries, but it's the um, doing it part, putting it together part that 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 she never gets past, and um, and so you know my my uh, advice is you know sometimes you just got you just got to do it, just like forget everything else, just do it. And like Nike says, yeah, Nike says that, just do it, because. Um, Cause there's, you know, like I said, you're always waiting for the right time. Right. There's never going to be a right time. The right time is now, you know, or next week, you know, so, so, but that that's awesome. Why blatantly? Um, honestly, because uh, I'm good with words, it's a good wordplay. Blade Frankism, Blade Racism, you know what I'm saying? All the oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point in my life, I'm not shooting code shit for nobody, so. There you go. That part. Man, I, I tell you, you know, as we get older and we grow and we, yeah, yeah, once you hit hit past 40 and, and, and keep trucking, you're just like, I could give a rat's ass what anybody thinks. Exactly. You can have You know, yeah. And and it's like, I I'm done hiding or trying to mask things for other people. I am who I am, you know, and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be. And it, you either you either take me or leave me, you know. So I'm definitely um, like ninety percent there in my life, and uh, within the next couple of years, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. And just like you know, hey, love me or leave me, baby. <laughs> and if I gotta ask, you might as well just roll. So- <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> Thank you so very much. All right. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. This was really cool. All right, Frank. Well, we'll be in touch. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, we might have to get together a little science uh, little party one, one evening. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm with it. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll see how we can. I, I, I'll try to think about how I can make that happen and how make them explode. We can drink them, you know. Yes. <laughs> the oh, grown wow. up now version. Thinking, now I'm thinking wet t shirts, mimosas. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Mimosas. Wonderful. All right. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. That's 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 my kind of stuff right there. That's my kind. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. take care. You have a good bye evening. Bye. You too. All right, bye. This was one of the most entertaining and engaging interviews I've conducted. Uh, Dr. McDowell said a few things that registered with me, um, starting with the fact that she was inspired because she wanted to inspire um, black kids um, in science. And that reminded me or took me back to um, the memories of why I wanted to become a teacher you know I wanted to become a teacher because of Dr. Virginia Weaver my eighth grade science teacher you know I wanted to have the same effect on students that she had effect that she had on us excuse me um just love to be in class love to learn you know when she spoke we listened um <laughs> uh, it wasn't always about just straightforward science, you know, most of the time, or a lot of times, it was about life as a black person navigating society, you know, and she was imparting that wisdom to us, um, and that's what made me want to become a teacher, you know, get into education, and so Dr. McDowell in- inspires me, um, she spoke about not putting things off until the right time. You know, a lot of times that's what we do. You know, it's not, this is not the right time. You know, I have things to take care of. You know, I have to get this done or get that done. And life (laughs) doesn't really wait for the right time. And so I appreciated that she spoke to that her personal experiences about waiting for the right time to do something. Um, But learning that you never know when that is and so you might as well just do it now. And in my life, that's what I'm finding that I must do. It now. (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) Um, there's a lot going on and I'm hoping to really in the next phase of this podcast 
move forward with um, the focus on mental health. Um, you know, this venture has been rough for me. Um, very excited about it at the beginning. I'm still very excited about it. Uh, but my personal life has slowed down the, the momentum that I, that I had in the beginning. And every time I have thought that blocks have been removed, new blocks <laughs> have emerged. But here I am. You know. And there's a purpose to all of this. Reason, season, purpose. Reason, season, purpose. There's meaning in all of it. Reason. You. Season. Now. Purpose. Love. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of which, I would love to actually get that, uh, <laughs> Mimosa volcano party working for my birthday at the end of January. Let's see if we can make that happen. <laughs> I'll let y'all know. So, let's close this week out. I'm beyond building your own table. Just sit where the fuck you want to sit. Say what the fuck you got to say and put the fucking work in. And that's just really how I feel. <laughs> um, it's the end of the year. It's my last show. It, it took a lot to get to this point. Let me tell you. It took a lot to get to this point. But, here we are. Last show of 2021. I'm not sure what 2022 is going to bring as far as the podcast is concerned, but I hope y'all still rock with me. I see y'all check in every once in a while. Um, so keep checking in. So I want to thank Dr. Christy McDowell um, for being my guest. The last guest of this year. And this version of blatant Frankism. Um, I wish much, much, much success to baby scientists. Um, they are doing good work. Please look them up and support them as much as you can. Um, the Powerball numbers she gave us were 7, 9, 11, 46, 68, and the Powerball was 25. If you win, take care of yourself and somebody else. Yes, Stormy. I know. As far as the folks I fuck with. <laughs> outside of my baby Stormy. Um, on Instagram, ybomd.official. 
Young Brothers Obtaining Money Daily. That official. That's my brother shit, y'all. Check it out. Now, if you need me, you can reach me at blatantfrankism at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M at gmail.com. That's email. Website, www.blatantfrankism.com. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blatantfrankism. Again, that's B-L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. I'll look for you. In the words of Dr. Maya Angelou, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. So that's why I'm here, folks. To tell my story and provide a platform for others to tell theirs. Today and always, don't forget to check on somebody. And if you need somebody to check on you, let them know. Alright, get at me. And that's it. Happy New Year, y'all.